0: your sorrow too, how much Mm -hmm. I'm missing you, no matter (laughs) where I go, or where I come to stay, this is waking up, I want this feeling, doors wide open, I
1: want to be what is up, everybody? Good morning. Welcome to Gratitude Unfiltered, Morning Gratitude Edition. Because it's morning somewhere, and frankly, I've never—I have no idea how this broadcast will go, so it could get a little unfiltered, also. But um, so happy and blessed to have you guys here today. Um, I want to give a shout out to iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, uh, Google Podcasts, and of course iTunes listeners. Thank you so much for your support of the show or the broadcast uh, and of course Facebook live and YouTube good morning thank you or whatever time it is where where are you where oh my gosh it's noon here holy moses okay never mind it's afternoon time um <laughs> but it's morning somewhere and uh i'm just really really grateful to have all of you here today um it is a beautiful day in LA and so much to be grateful for so much for you know, I'm grateful today for perspective shifts. I'm grateful for the support of people that genuinely care about my well-being. Um, that it means so much, and and I, I really—it's—it's it's so funny how simple it is just to hold people high. Like it's something that we take for granted, I think, but to truly, truly want the best of everyone that we encounter every single day seems to me that something that we've forgotten as a society. And yet it's so simple. And, um, and it's so easy to gossip. It's so easy to criticize. It's so easy to be critical. It's so easy to shame. It's so easy to judge. Yet the after effects of those things um, are painful and they hurt and there's consequences to it. But to hold people high and to want the best for them is one of the coolest things ever. And I am so blessed to have a network, a community, and a tribe of people that genuinely care about my well-being. And uh, because of that, I've been able to have tremendous breakthroughs, tremendous support. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, So thank you. Anyway, I'm so excited today because I've been watching our guest uh, on Facebook and just watching her journey. She's Uh, She's appeared on multiple uh, news outlets. She just had a TEDx talk. Uh, Just incredible honor. And then I, you know, I'm thinking, man, who is this woman? And, you know, she's a young woman, but she's so accomplished and she's so driven. And I'm so excited. I had to fight the temptation to dig in and want to know more on my own because I, as you guys Imagine. Hopefully she'll come back. I just lost her. I was about to add her to the show. Um, Imagine if everybody cared about everybody. What a loving world we could live in. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, here she is. She's back. The one, the only Sabah Ali.
0: What is going on? I'm not sure what happened. You you were frozen and I refreshed my screen. Now I can see you.
1: (laughs) Be live sometimes gets a little funky. So
0: Oh, yeah, no, for exactly. sure. I was on another live this morning, and it didn't work at all, so we had to switch to Facebook Live because it just wasn't working.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that what that's all about because for the simplicity that BeLive is, um, it has a lot of problems. <laughs> so
0: A little uh, bit, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, it, it, it's Sabah, correct? Sabah. Sabah.
0: Yes. Saba Ali. Yep. Now, what yep.
1: is what is that? Is that Persian? What is that? Indian. Indian, God, I'm like mainstream. striking out all over the place today. I don't. I don't. Here's when I go to TV. I'm gonna. I'm sure they're gonna make me research, but
0: maybe <laughs> I, a little bit.
1: I, I butcher everyone's names, and I don't mean to. I just no it, simple and minded sometimes. Oh good. <laughs> so I would love to know what are you grateful for this morning.
0: I am grateful for being able to wake up and have. A roof over my head, being able to actually have a car and drive to the gym. I go to the gym every single morning. So that's something that I'm always grateful for. Like health and fitness is something that's really important in my life. So being able to actually drive somewhere, have access to like a full gym is something every single day that I'm grateful for.
1: We share that in common. Yeah. (laughs) Even when when I didn't have a home, I had a car because that's Mm. what I lived in. And then... But I was able to go to the gym. And that's where like for me that's my has been my refuge. It's been an extension of my quiet time. So I share that in common with you that no matter how bad things have gotten in the past, the gym Yeah,
0: that's awesome. No, I love it. That's where I always go when I feel like I need to just like relax and like refresh my mind. I also love going in the morning because I just feel so energized after going to the gym
1: so for the audience like you have a huge following but for the audience that doesn't know you like especially in in my little universe tell (laughs) us a little bit about who you are and, and and who you be and why you do what you do
0: yeah for sure so just a little background about myself i've only been in the online space for about three years now but it was only like a year and a half ago I started to build up my own personal brand so I got into entrepreneurship actually when I was a college student so I just graduated this past May and it was when I met one of my mentors thank you it was when I met one of my mentors when I was a sophomore i um, in college and this is by far like My favorite story I love to tell because I went to go listen to him speak only for extra credit in one of my classes. Um, I started to listen to him um, talk about his journey through college. And now he was building up a business and running events locally um, where I was at. So I reached out to him. I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to help you. So I started to work with him and his companies. I learned a lot. I started to work with like big influential people right off the bat. And at the time I didn't even know who these people were, like Kevin Harrington, John Lee Dumas, Jeff Hoffman, like all of these people. So I was going to these big experiences, like red carpet events, live events, and all I would be doing was learning from these people. But I would also post about it, like blog about it on my Instagram, my Facebook. And at the time, I thought I was just posting content, let alone did I know I was actually building up my brand because I was sharing my story throughout the entire process. So I was doing that. And then I, w- I was working with Brandon, my mentor, for about a year and a half. And then I was like, I kind of want to do something on my own. You know, I've learned how to do all of this for Brandon and everyone else. I want to branch off and do something with my own brand. So that's when I started to... Um, get into the online space, do a lot more focused on Instagram, sharing my story. And at the time, you know, I was still in college. So I decided to write a book about my um, experience. I did this when I was a junior in college. I actually (laughs) made the goal to write and publish, self-publish a best-selling book in 30 days, which I did. (laughs) Yeah, so the book itself, it's called Enrolling in Confidence, pretty much focuses on my college experience at the time and principles that I use on a daily basis in order to still be like that typical college student, but then also be very career-driven in my field of entrepreneurship. So I wrote the book, I launched, I hit bestseller on Amazon, Then I was like, okay, what can I do next? So I decided to take my book and leverage that to get on TV. <laughs> um, so I got like a live TV segment, and from doing that, I shared it all of my social media, and that's kind of how my brand started to blow up even more. Um, fast forward just a little bit now about. A year ago, I founded Unforgettable by Saba. So first, when I founded that, it was only supposed to be a t-shirt line because backstory, I love fashion. I graduated with a fashion degree and a management degree. So I was like, I want to do something with t-shirts. So I launched Unforgettable by Saba, which is focusing on creating like an unforgettable lifestyle in your business, in your life and in your relationships, um, that movement started to grow into something completely different. People started to come with to me asking for help about how to craft their story, how to wow. craft their brand, how to do it on Instagram. So now my company focuses on that movement on its own, but I have different branches on helping people with those areas. But I still do have my teacher line. So it kind of came to you now today, which is what I focus in on doing.
1: So where did your emotional maturity come from? Because <laughs> it's driving me nuts. I'm 39 years old and I don't have this level of maturity that you have. Where did that come from?
0: So um, if you want to hear like more backstory, so a little bit more backstory. Hey. Before I met um, Brandon I'm in high school, so growing up, I was actually an extremely shy person, very introverted and in high school, I was actually in a very terrible, like four year relationship simultaneously when I was 15, I also lost my mom. So when I was in high school, I had a very tough time because like I, I just did not have any self confidence. My relationship sucked. I was totally in this space where I didn't even see where my future is gonna go. So once I graduated high school, I got that relationship. When I came to college, my first year, I actually went down a bad path where I didn't go to classes, I was partying, and I was pretty like, like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah, so it wasn't until I met my mentor, like that one experience I went to that kind of introduced me into this entire world. And it wasn't necessarily like the information or tactical things he said. It was the difference of his passion and drive that he was showing off something that I hadn't experienced before, like the mindset that we live in as entrepreneurs.
1: So you're talking about Brandon, right?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, so when I met him, that was kind of my turning point, how I started to see different things.
1: That's amazing. How Now, how did you guys connect? Because where do you live? You don't live in Florida, do you?
0: No, I live in Iowa. So I'm still here. I went to Iowa State University. So I connected with him through my
1: university. Ah, oh, very nice. That is so amazing. So first of all, I'm sorry to hear about your mother. I, you know, I, I, did you guys, I mean, did you guys have a close relationship?
0: Yeah, we did. So I was, so I have two other older siblings. I was the closest to her. Um, Yeah, it was quite a sudden experience that I wasn't expecting. Um, So it was definitely something that I kind of, it put me into like a dark, especially through high school and everything else that I was going through. So I didn't really, you know, get to still experience that like the typical high school student that you would be doing, you know?
1: So let me ask you this because I know a few people that are going to watch this. They're not on right now, but they're going through a a, a time where they could be dealing with loss or they just dealt with it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: How did you, Like, what did you do? Because obviously you had your rough patch there, but what did you do to get through and overcome and start to use that hurt as something that brought you joy? Like, what what was it that you did?
0: Right. So I actually, my recent TEDx talk, I actually talked about this in my story. So my talk focuses on why you need to disconnect to reconnect. So the entire idea of that is truly how I wanna put in this perspective because I know a lot of people relate to it in this way. So in the past, like we've had bad experiences where we feel like rejected or burned or hurt. So at the time when I had that bad experience, when I asked my mom, when I was in that bad relationship, what that does to me is that makes me see life through this bad perspective. And usually when that's something like that happens to somebody, they kind of numb themselves and they look at life in a whole as there's no meaning in it at all because this experience happened. So in my talk and how kind of, how I got over this, like it took me a while to realize this, that those experiences are just based off of the knowledge that we had. It's not actually what truly is happening in our life. Like if we think of it that way, then yes, it will. But for me, like if you watch my TEDx talk, like my idea or like my turning point is at the time, I was just just wanting to connect with everyone else. That's why I hung on to my bad relationship even tighter because I lost my mom. That's why I would hang on to friends. That's why I would hang on to all of these things. And we feel like in order for us to feel fulfilled, we need to connect with others. However, we truly can't connect with others until we actually connect with ourselves. So that's like the entire... Um, idea of what I talked about in my talk and how I kind of got over that aspect. Uh,
1: I love that. <laughs> I love that because you've got it. You have that figured out now. So I would imagine you've you, you conquered that challenge. What is the, the new obstacle, the, the new mountain, the new giant that you get to conquer?
0: Definitely. So right now it's definitely working on scaling my business. Um, right now, you know, since I, it's only been a few months since I've been doing this full time because I was building it in college, but I was still going to classes and I was still kind of working alongside my mentor. So right now it's more working on kind of systemizing everything. I know right off the bat, I have a good audience and people want to work with me. So I do know that you should systemize right off the bat. So like, you know, you know, months down the road, people aren't coming to you, then you don't have anything set up in the back end. So that's Mm. kind of what I'm working on right now. And I know there's a lot of online entrepreneurs that are kind of in the same space too. So, you know, doing lives with them like this, learning from them, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I don't want to say it's like a struggle, but that's definitely what I'm working on. And, um, you know, experiencing with other people to see kind of how they go about it too.
1: So when you were a child, what did you envision yourself being? Like, what did you pretend to be?
0: Yeah, so I actually always wanted to be a fashion designer. So that's kind of where, how I started um, my t-shirt line. At a young age, like I didn't, obviously I didn't know what an entrepreneur meant, but I always wanted to own like my own business. I wanted to have a company um, and that company would be something along the lines of fashion. So I would say that's kind of what I am doing right now. Um, But, you know, as the years have gone by and I do know that like the fashion industry on its own, like I've learned a lot about it. I've interned at different different companies. Um, I feel like for me, that's more so like a hobby rather than like an actual career field that I want to go into. Um, But, yeah, I feel like I've always been driven in building something of my own.
1: So like I keep getting this this. (laughs) Of you being the head of like having your own mag- fashion magazine, um, but it's like a blend of, you know, it's geared to entrepreneurs and fashion and style. And then I'm seeing you as like a, um, you know, let me ask you, have you ever had any political aspirations? Or do you ever get the itch of going, you know what, I want to lead an, or, uh, the United Nations or something like that? Do you ever get anything like that?
0: I don't think so. Not in the political aspect, but I am extremely super passionate about edu- the education system yeah. and how schools are running. I truly believe that there's definitely a better system that people can be putting in place for that. Um, not recently, but like a couple of months ago, I was talking to someone who they were working on, um, you know, getting into that system and putting in actual like different type of courses and different ways of teaching. So that's something that I'm extremely passionate about right now, since I'm just like building up my business. um, Eventually in the future, I would want to, you know, put in some type of effort to change that type of system for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just, there's just so much power within you that is just inspiring. It's, like, I really, really feel like you are, I, I, I'm I, sure the audience is feeling the same way because there's a lot of people that their comments are, they're just inspired by you. But you are going to have so much influence in this world, not in your state, not in this country, in this world. And what you will be able to do for good is just unbelievable. Like, I'm... I'm
0: I, I appreciate I, it. Yeah. I truly appreciate that.
1: So do you have, do you have a... I know I've seen you on people's lives all the time, and I know you're speaking. But yeah. are, do you have your do you have a podcast or like what are you doing there in that world?
0: Yeah, so I used to podcast. That was actually the first thing that I did when I got into entrepreneurship. Um, I did a podcast with my co-host Dan Tiemann, who was also a college student at the time, and we focused it on college students. So we pretty much um, you know interviewed other entrepreneurs, and that was also a great way for us to network and get more into the entrepreneurship space like the online space we did that for about eight months um, but then we stopped that because we both got into our different worlds of entrepreneurship however now um, I do Facebook lives sometimes I have a Facebook group where I do lives on a lot I bring in people and interview them about their business what they're currently working on so that's what I'm doing right now as far as podcasting that's something that I might want to get back into doing um, just because I know a lot of people actually have been asking me to create a, create a podcast because sometimes when they go live, they miss it, and then they just don't have time to watch it or anything. So uh, maybe in 2019, that's I'll be a starting replay. a podcast.
1: Yeah, Watch a replay.
0: <laughs> I know. I mean, that's what I say, you know, but then sometimes they don't.
1: <laughs> Although it is fun. I, I, what I enjoy about it most and why I convert this to a podcast and put it on the internet radio stations I love interacting with the audience. Like I want yeah. everyone to come here, but the interaction is everything for me. So I mean, like I love the podcast audience, but I really wish I could just talk to everybody. Like I want to be able to see them,
0: right? Exactly.
1: Ask them questions in real time so that we can talk. And I love the unpredictability of it too, because sometimes you get asked questions, you are like, "What? I don't know how to answer that." If I know. You something. What pisses you off? Like what injustice in the world? do you want to change? And I think I know the answer, but I want to hear it from you.
0: Um, So the first thing that pops in my head, I actually did a Facebook live about this maybe like two weeks ago. And it was a very small comment that really fired me up. And it was when other people, when people break down other people to feel good about themselves. That's something that just like, pisses me off when people think that they're better based on either their like financial status or like where they're at in their life, let alone like they themselves, they might not actually be truly fulfilled in what they're doing. And like I I did a live about this. Like if you guys are watching, if you guys want to go watch, I was fired up. Like I was mad. And it was based off of a comment then someone put on my post about someone else. And it wasn't even towards me at all. But Uh like that right there, I feel like there's if you're looking at life and that type of perspective where you feel like the only way you can feel good about yourself is breaking someone else down, you truly need to change how you're living your life. <laughs> Cause I feel like that's just completely messed up and there's like no way that you're going to be happy or successful if you're truly looking at life in that type of perspective.
1: No. I, I, I really like, I mean, I might with my faith, Like I, I, I have my faith, and then, but I within my faith, I see a lot of like judgment and, and criticism, and there's a lot of pain and restriction. And I don't think that that is the way that God. I know, I know for a fact that is not how God designed us. God designed us to, no matter what you look like, no matter who you love, no matter you know, no matter no matter how much money you have or not, or whether you're mentally ill or you're disabled. We're we're all here put here to love and judge and help our fellow man and to to live a purpose-driven life. Mm-hmm. And we should all be assisting each other in living each other's purposes because we don't know the role. Like if you come into someone's life, you're coming into their life for a reason. Like even if it's just this Facebook Live, right? There's yeah, someone yeah. here that needs to hear your message. There's There's a connection here with you and I that whether we don't never see each other again for 10 years... But then we cross paths, and like, there's always a reason for everything. Mm-hmm. And, and so, if that is true, which I know it is to be true, why don't we try our best to contribute as opposed to breaking down and destroying? Right. You know no, exactly. Yeah. Turn Off the news. Turn off the, you know, the the judgment because it's it's not serving anybody, especially the per- person doing the judging.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. I couldn't agree more, especially with social media. I feel like social media, for me, I think it's literally like the best thing that's happening in the world right now. Some people, they look at, at the total opposite because, you know, it's not the way how you're supposed to be marketing or it's not the way how, you know, all of these millennials people are pessimistic about because they're building businesses and sharing their message. However, like if you truly look at the backstory for people, especially like someone like me, literally my life changed because I start to share my message with others. And every single day I get people coming to me after watching my lives, reading my posts about, I actually really connected with what you said, because I'm at that place right now. And I want to change it. So for me, you know, when I'm putting out content, I'm doing it for that person who might be at the same place where I was when I was in high school. So if you look at in that type of perspective on actually helping other people's get out of that place where they might be right now, you know, then I feel like the game's over. Like that's literally like what we're set out to be doing.
1: I love that. It's perfect. I, I want to ask you a cheesy question now.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: Have dinner with anyone. You can choose three or you just want either way. If you could have dinner with anyone in the world. Who would it be?
0: Tony Robbins. I, really? I was Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love Tony Robbins because I feel like where his where he comes from in the mindset of everything, how he lives his life through like mindset and psychology, he's done it with like every aspect of his life and like relationships with his family and his business. I feel like that is what type of state of mind I wanna get at eventually. And I have like a lot of people that I look up to, like Gary vanderchuk is another great one. Um, I also love, I like Grant Cardone and the sales aspect. I don't know if I necessarily want to be him, but he's a really good inspiration. <laughs> um, but honestly, like Tony Robbins, I listen to his stuff all the time and I get inspired because he, like his story, he came from such a hard past. And if the stuff that he went through got to him, he would not be able to do everything that he's done right now.
1: Do you know Vision Linicani is?
0: I don't think so. No.
1: Do you okay? Look up the (laughs) code of the extraordinary mind.
0: Okay, I will.
1: The reason I'm shocked by your answer is because I the way you communicate. Yeah. Would have sworn to all that's holy that you would have picked Vision. I
0: don't. Okay, I need to look this up.
1: Look up the code of the extraordinary mind. Your whole. Way of your your whole way of being, yeah. In Code of the extraordinary mind.
0: That's so interesting. Okay,
1: you, you have to check it out. Seriously, for you, sure, I will. You, you will thank me later.
0: <laughs> Sounds I,
1: good. Uh, it's yeah. He uh, he's the first person that made me realize that I wasn't crazy. So and I got to meet him, and I look, and I, I I'm not saying he was Jesus, but I I I <laughs> I wept. I don't get. I'm. I, I'm very fortunate to get to be around some pretty high influential people and uh, and celebrities and things like that. I don't really care. It, it doesn't impress me. Yeah. I, I met Vision, <laughs> like, I, I felt like one of those people. Like those when you watch an old Michael Jackson video and you just see people weeping in the audience. I was like, oh. I was the guy when I met. Him.
0: Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so,
1: I because when I Again, like I, when I, I had lost everything, and I was just done, and I like I didn't believe in my dream anymore. My vision was, "Ah, this is bull crap. you know, I, every, all these things that are like I believe to be true or are a lie. I'm crazy. I need to be locked up in a psych ward, blah blah, 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 blah. I read that book and go, "No, I'm not crazy. Or if I am crazy, this is an actual good thing, and not bad." This is, you know, like, it made me realize that everything, even the failures, were a legitimate gift that Mm -hmm. wanted to be transformed into something very, like, magical.
0: Right, yeah.
1: It was right. And mind you, I'm still on my journey, but I'm on my journey with confidence and a knowing that it's all good and everything is happening for me, not to me.
0: Right.
1: a <laughs> blessing. So
0: yes, exactly. I love that. I I need to look him up. Yeah, because I uh, I don't know who he is.
1: <laughs> oh, please do. Please do. Um. So I want to ask you. So what what would be the root of your inspiration? Like, how do you? Because we live in a world that's very fast acting. I mean, I, it sounds like you have a lot of people that you go to for inspiration, but at your core, what inspires you?
0: That's a good question. I think for me, it really is looking back at how far I've came. I think that's what really inspires me because there's, I mean, there's been days where I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I give up. There's been a hard days where like literally it's up and down. And every time so far up until today, every time I get to that point, I kind of look back at my old videos when I first started. And um, seeing, you know, how far I've come from that makes me want to continue and kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, it's more so about like, it kind of goes back to like when I met Brandon, he was that inspirational factor for me. So it's like, I want to be that inspirational factor for someone else who just can't seem to get out of that rut that they're at. And like, you know, I still have friends that aren't like obviously entrepreneurs. And when I get into those ruts, they tell me, they're like, you can't stop now. Like there's fans out there that need your help. So like (laughs) for me, when I'm not putting out content and my audience is waiting, I'm like, I'm letting them down. You know, they look up to me for certain inspiration. The same goes for, you know, every other influencer out there that are um, out there putting out content, they just suddenly stop there might be someone that's watching in the background that they might be so close to the edge and making that jump. But if they stop, they're not going to actually get over that leap. So for me, I think it comes from that core inspiration of where I was at, um, how far I've came. And then I want to help other people, you know, get to that point too.
1: Amazing. Listen, you are a blessing, uh, you're a champion, and I'm rooting for you um, 100%. Like I love what you're doing. I love what you're creating. I can't wait to keep following your journey. I plugged all of your social media um, in the comments. So you guys, please check her out. Radio audience, go to facebook.com slash gratitude unfiltered. You'll see all of her social media there. Um, she's a gift. Thank you so much for being on the show.
0: Thank you so much for bringing me on. It was so much fun.
1: Awesome. See you soon. Happy holidays.
0: Right. You too.
1: Bye-bye. Wow. Man, if I had that much maturity when I was a kid. I mean, not a, she's not a kid. She's a young adult. But I mean, God, that is inspiring. Like, I want my daughter to watch her. Like, I have to turn my daughter onto her because that's inspiring. It doesn't matter how old you are, where you're at. Like, you can change the world. And we all have that thing inside of us. Like, we all have a gift that we get to use for other people. And she's chosen to use her gift to just have a... She's already having a huge impact on the world. How amazing is that? I'm inspired. Like, I I, I am. I, it's amazing where we... I guess inspiration can come from anything, you know? I mean, sometimes it's the... The, the the person that's in a wheelchair and they're 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 carrying their own groceries and they're just going, you know, like but that, her, wow. I, I love it. I love it. You guys go follow her. Like I guess that I put her um, social media stuff in the comments and uh I'm pumped up. I'm ready, I'm ready for today. It's noon, but like <laughs> I'm ready for it to be six AM so I can start all over again. I just I'm inspired by this. Like now it's just She's taking her gifts and she's using it and then she's using it in such a powerful way. And to me, that inspires me because I think at the core of everything, when we get to use our gifts, we get to stay inspired. And, and especially knowing that we're using it for other people, that is something that gives us purpose. And, and, and that's cool. That's like the gift of life, using your gifts for purpose to bless other people's lives. God bless you guys. Have an amazing day. Um, I don't know when the next show is, but we'll pop on. I'll let you know. God bless. Thank you. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, uh, Google, Facebook, YouTube. Thank you all for the support. Have an amazing, amazing day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.